Welcome to Rocking Our Priors. I am your host, Dr. Alice Evans. Question. What are the evolutionary origins of homophobia? Here's one answer. Male coalitions tend to denigrate and exclude effeminate men because they perceive them as physically weak liabilities. Argue Beau Weingard, Tanya Reynolds, Roy Baumster and Ashby Plant. They argue that homophobia does not stem from sexual disgust, but rather low value in combat. So the authors begin their paper by noting four key trends. One, men, not women, are the chief perpetrators of homophobic slurs and attacks. Two, military, construction and contact sports, i.e. male coalitions, are extremely anti-gay. Three, homophobia is strongest against men, not women. And fourthly, effeminate gay men are especially likely to be attacked. And each of those four things is strongly supported by lots of empirical data. And they note that although the ancient Greeks permitted homosexuality, they nevertheless denigrated effeminate gays. Being on the receiving end was shameful, since it indicated passivity. Real men, real ancient Greek men, were perpetrators and protagonists. And this all goes back to evolution, they argue. Throughout human history, men have banded together to protect and consolidate their turf. We've been using projectile weapons for over 50,000 years. Men who built successful coalitions were clearly favoured by evolution. Losers left no trace. So, how did men become victorious in these intergroup coalitions? That is by joining forces with other strong men. Now, here's where the homophobia kicks in. Effeminate men tend to be perceived as physically weak. And that triggers anti-gay prejudice, especially when it comes to combative sports. And the authors show this through a bunch of online and lab experiments. So this is a groundbreaking theory of homophobia. And it also, it helps explain one of the fastest shifts in human history, which is the rapid rise of support for gay marriage. So before now, authors speculated things like AIDS pushed gay men out of the closet or modernization and existential security led to a shift in values. Some even think television cultivated tolerance for diversity or perhaps it was just, you know, sustained uh, LGBT activism. The authors differ. They argue that as societies became more peaceful and prosperous, men no longer needed these violent male coalitions in order to gain prestige. Instead, they can ally with women or even, dare I suggest, effeminate men. Now, is that right? If we look around the world, I think the answer is clearly no, right? The the Gulf is dripping in oil wealth, stability and homophobia. Latin America has high crime, middling wealth, but surpasses Russia on LGBTQ rights. So clearly there are other mediating factors like female employment, religion and democracy. Those, my caveats aside, I think, wow, wow, the authors are onto something brilliant. Their emphasis on physically violent coalitions also helps explain 
Western pockets of persistent homophobia, i.e. in the military, construction, combat sports, and I would add another one, rap. Rap is especially and has always been very homophobic. And I suggest this is because it celebrates the culture of America's inner cities. And I think we see this as a broader trend, right? Where men join gangs for organized physical combat, they remain especially homophobic. What a groundbreaking theory on the evolutionary origins of homophobia, as well as how it can change over time. Bravo, I say, bravo. Okay, this is Dr. Alice Evans, and I hope that's rocked your prize, or maybe you're new it already. Okay, take care, bye.